Good day to you. My name is David Darrow. I'm the creator of Everyday Paintings, and I do Everyday Paintings. Today I'm going to tell you about a little uh, experiment I did. Once I got this Everyday Paintings thing started, it got kind of exciting, and I wanted to try something difficult, as if doing paintings every day wasn't enough. I chose as the subject for this particular painting my very own brother, John Darrow, who is the originator and creator of Foons.com, that's P-H-O-O-N-S.com, which is a crazy site, based all around one little pose, a frozen running man, and this pose ends up in some of the craziest places all over the world. He has almost 3,000 pictures posted there of people doing this odd little pose in, in crazy places. you got to check it out sometime, but not right now. Let's get down to business. Several months back, I wrote a tiny little comment in my other blog. And if you're using iTunes right now, and you look at the artwork section of the iTunes display, you'll see a, a link right on that window. If you click that link, it'll go to my regular blog, and it'll go to the one that I'm talking about. Uh, I mentioned in my blog something about my Jack Richardson Company easel. Well, somebody from the Jack Richardson Company wanted to thank me for mentioning them in my blog, so they sent me this little box of paints as a as a gift. Now these are now these are Daniel Green paints, and they come in this nice little wooden box with a uh, the wrapper you see down in the lower left corner, and uh, it comes with six basic colors, black and white, which are not colors, so that actually leaves four colors. There's a cadmium red scarlet, an ultramarine deep blue a sap green and a cadmium yellow medium. So that's basically the primaries and uh, sap green. So I gave myself the challenge to do one of my everyday paintings using only those basic colors. Normally I have a palette with about 20 colors spread out. Makes it go quick, makes it easy, something I'm used to. This one went a little bit slower, but here's what I did. I started with a seven... I started with a five by seven masonite panel that I had gessoed. I actually uh, gessoed it with a, a paint roller and Liquitex gesso. Rolled it twice, sanding between coats and uh, sanding the final coat a little bit just to smooth it out some, but not ultra smooth. It's got a little bit of texture to it. Then I moved on to the first step, which was to block in the shapes. I'm, I'm blocking in just the shadow shapes for starters and I'm going for kind of a Xerox look. You'll see that in this second piece, uh, the second photo. Uh, when I say Xerox, I mean uh, if any of you that are old enough to have lived uh, back when Xerox machines first came out, back in the early 60s or so, uh, at least that's the first time I became aware of them, uh, when you took a photo copy of a photo, it would show you what was dark and what was light, just like this. And so that's the kind of look that I'm going for, just ultra-high contrast. The same thing would, would be uh, the threshold mode in Photoshop where you can adjust that little slider until you get the black or white that you want that shows you just the shadow pattern. So I'm, I'm going for that here and then the next step is to start putting in the flesh tones and now here I'm trying to match the actual flesh tones that I see. I'm trying to match them by value and by color but in a general way. I'm not trying to do any details here and of course as I lay them in you can see in this next one uh, that they are they're actually in some cases a little bit darker than the initial dark brown that I put in. So that gets to throwing me off, so I have to uh, lay in another coat of the dark brown once that 
finishes up. Now, a little helpful tip here is that if you mix a little bit of, um, I think Windsor Newton, I can't remember who makes it, Liquin is, is what I'm talking about. If you mix a little bit of Liquin with your darks, they'll set up quicker and become tacky or even dry before you get back to it. And then you can lay another coat over those and uh, come up with a nice deep tone. So finally, uh, once I get these tones all squared away, I get some blues in for his hat and his robe, and then the rest is just sticking with it and detailing it. You might like to know some of the mixtures that I came up with, although I can't remember most of them uh, because much of what I do is very just intuitive and responsive. Uh, I do remember specifically that uh, lacking a brown, I had to take a little bit of that carbon black that they gave me, um, and I mixed some of the cad red with it to warm it up, and then to flatten it out some, I added some of the sap green, and that gave me a pretty decent uh, raw umber, or approaching burnt umber. For some of the highlights, I wanted to cool them off because it was a cool light uh, hitting my brother. I had to mix a purple, and it turned out that the red and the blue did not work real well for mixing a purple. Uh, one of them was not strong enough to hold its own, so I actually used a little bit of blue and, excuse me, I used some black and white together to get a, a kind of a nice blue because uh, white tends to cool things and it brings out the blue that's in black. And then I added just a touch of red to that and it made a pretty reasonable purple. And then having mixed up a batch of that, I uh, added that just a tiny bit to white to get some of the cooler highlights. And then there's a, a little bit of a green in the background here, you can see. I did not use the sap green, I mixed my own green, which was with black and yellow which makes a nice, rich, saturated olive green. And then from there you can play with that and add different colors to it to, to deaden it or bring it out and place it where it needed to be. Anyway, that's all about that painting. Thanks for watching Everyday Paintings.